Be dazzled this holiday season by Northern Virginia's largest drive through light show at Bull Run Festival of Lights. Celebrate the holidays as a family while staying warm and cozy. Drive the festival route from the comfort of your car. Turn off your headlights and just follow the magical glow through two and a half miles of dazzling displays in Bull Run Regional Park in Centerville, Virginia. Plan your visit now. When you visit by mid-December, you'll save. Get your tickets today at BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. That's BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. Breast milk science. It's a thing. And it's our thing. We're Byheart. We're an infant formula company on a mission to get a lot closer to the most super, super food on the planet. Breast milk. Our patented protein blend has more of the important and most abundant proteins found in breast milk. We're the first and only U.S.-made formula to use organic, grass-fed whole milk, not skim. We make our formula in our own factories in Iowa, Oregon, and Pennsylvania, using a small batch manufacturing process that works to preserve the integrity of our ingredients. We ran the largest clinical trial by a new infant formula company in 25 years and clinically proved benefits like easier digestion, less gas, and softer poops versus a leading infant formula. We were the first infant formula company to earn the Clean Label Project Purity Award. And while we've put a lot into Byheart, there's a long list of things you won't see on our ingredient list. Like no corn syrup, no maltodextrin, no GMO ingredients, no soy, no palm oil. Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Both the Harvest Search and the Bishop Foreman Instagram as well as all of our Facebook and our YouTube pages. Come on in, everybody. Prayer is going to be powerful like it always is. Come on, as you're coming in, like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share this video. Come on in, like it. Tell me where you're watching from and tell, uh, um, share it. Like WLWS, like the video. Tell me where you're watching from. Share the video. I see you. What's going on, y'all? Come on in. Let me hear where you're from. Give me where you're from on all of our different platforms tonight. Come on, ATL. What's happening, ATL? I'm so excited about Harvard Search Atlanta. Soon to launch. It's going to be amazing. To find out more about that, you can text HCATL to 59769. Hey, Canada, what's going on? Come on in, y'all. Come on in. It's that time, 7 o'clock on the dot. Uh, listen, if you're in your dot drop, then you drop, drop top. Uh, cruising the streets. Listen, we got some prayer. Get ready to have it for you. What's happening? Dallas, Pakistan, Newfoundland. Come on in, y'all. Let me know uh, where you are watching from. New Orleans. What's happening, Nola? Good to see you tonight. North Carolina, good to see you. What's going on? Uh, Memphis, now New York. What's happening, sir? Good to see you, principal. Listen, guys, come on in. Prayer is going to be powerful tonight as it always is. Listen, this is the last prayer of the seventh month uh, of this year, and it is going to be absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. I need you to come on in and uh, let me know where you're watching from tonight. What's happening in New Jersey? Good to see you. Listen, as you call out um, and you put where you're watching from, I'm literally, we're going to start prayer a little different tonight. Tonight, I'm going to start prayer by praying over every place that you've typed on the screen. And we're going to pray, one, that um, that all of the negative numbers for coronavirus, that those decrease. Hey, Marilyn, that those numbers decrease. And number two, uh, I'm going to pray that that region would bring prosperity for you. The Bible says that um, God told his people by way of the prophet Jeremiah in the book of Jeremiah. He says, you guys are going to go into captivity in Babylon for a little bit. He says, you're going to go into Babylonian captivity. And he says, it's going to last for 70 years. He says, but while you are there, I need you to pray 
for the peace and the prosperity of that place. In other words, he said, while you are there, I need you to be praying over that place, that that place is good to you. And for some of you all, you are in places right now that you need to pray that that place is good to you. I need an amen right there, wherever it is, if it's Dallas, if it's North Carolina, if it's Las Vegas, uh, if it's Atlanta, if it's Denver, wherever you are, we got to cover that thing in prayer, that the place that you are located, that that thing is good to you. If you're in Aurora, we got to pray that that thing is good to you, that the area would yield prosperity for you. Come on, y'all. I need you to get excited because sometimes you think that you need to change areas. And sometimes that's true. God created places before he created people. But also understand this, that you've got the ability to be prosperous even in a place where the numbers are not looking good. Y'all better hear me. Um, the Bible says in Genesis 26 that Isaac sowed in a land where there was famine, famine in the land, but he reaped a hundredfold and the Lord blessed him. I need y'all to hear me. I need you to make this declaration. Say, he's blessing me where I am. Come on, put that on the screen. He's blessing me where I am. On every single platform tonight, we're on Periscope. We are on uh, both of the Harvard Search and the Instagram YouTube uh, YouTube pages, both the Harvard Search and Bishop Foreman Facebook pages, both the Harvard Search and Bishop Foreman Instagram pages and Periscope. And of course, the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network, literally. We are gathered together across America and around the world, wherever you're at. So I need you to type the name that your city, uh, uh, your city, state and country. I need you to put wherever that is, um, because wherever you're at, God's going to bless you. It doesn't mean that there may not be a change on the way. But where you're at, he's going to bless you. Um, that's how we're going to start prayer tonight. Right where you're at, he's going to bless you. If you're in Colorado Springs, watch him bless you there. If you're in Pueblo, watch him bless you there. If you're in Denver, watch him bless you there. For years, uh, can I be honest with you, before we pray uh, over where you're located, for years I viewed, uh, for those of you that aren't familiar, one, number one, I'm Bishop Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church, um, and Harvest Church is in Denver, Colorado. Denver, Colorado is 46 out of 50 for lowest church attendance in the nation. Do you hear me? Number two, it is not an area where there's a lot of racial diversity. It's literally 4% African-American. Uh, why do you mention that, Bishop? Because uh, if you're going to be an African-American man leading a multicultural, multi-ethnic, multiracial church, You'd want numbers that uh, that favor you in a better way. But here's what's been amazing is that God has blessed me right where I'm at. This area has been good to me. We've watched God beat statistics. We have watched God change things and make things happen that should not happen. And for some of you, you feel like where you're at right now, you feel like you're in a sentence. If that's you, wave your hand at me. You feel like your city is a sentence, your job is a sentence, your family is a sentence. Wave at me if I'm talking to you. You feel like something that you're in right now is a sentence. And the first thing the Lord told me to pray over right now is wherever you're at. It doesn't mean that a change may not be coming, but wherever you are located at right now, you're about to watch God do something amazing for you. It doesn't mean that there may not be a shift coming, but it means wherever you're at, you're about to watch God bless you. Come on here, y'all. It may not mean that there's going to be some distance between your friends and family that has to come down the road, but wherever you're at right now, you're about to watch God bless you. So I need you to put your city state. If you're not in America, put your country and I need you to put that on the screen because we're about to cover that in prayer. Wherever you're at, you're about to watch God bless you. All right. So let's cover that in prayer. Father, in Jesus name, we open up our mouths tonight and we give you glory. We let you know that you're the alpha and the omega. You are our God. You're our king. You are strong. You are mighty. You are our, uh, our warrior. 
Father, you said that one of your names would be Jehovah Sabaoth. That means the Lord that fights for us. And we declare that you are the God that's fighting for us. We don't have to defend ourselves because you defend us. We don't have to protect our name. Because your word says in Genesis chapter 12 that you would be the God that protects our name. You said you would make our name great. And anything that's going to be great first has to go through the gutter. You said that you would be the God that would do that. You said in Genesis 12 that you would bless those that bless us. And you would curse those that curse us. In other words, we refuse to be those that get caught up in petty clapbacks and trying to get even with people. Why? Because you've got something that you can let uh, put on people that's going to make them wish. They never mess with us. You told Laban after Laban tricked Jacob. You told Laban, Laban in a dream, you spoke to him and said, Laban, if you mess with Jacob, I'll kill you. So, Father, in Jesus name, we pray that whoever is coming against us, whatever is trying to stir up any opposition, Father, we simply lay it in your hands. Come on, y'all. And we say you be God. Our faith is in you. Our confidence is in you. Our belief is in you. And tonight, before we pray, we ask for forgiveness for all of our sins. Those committed knowingly and unknowingly. Father, we thank you that we are the curse breakers, which means we are those that break iniquity. That's generational sin. We thank you, Father, that we're not going to repeat the same mistakes in the last four months of this year that we did in the first uh, eight months of this year. In the name of Jesus, that's sin. And we declare that we're not going to walk in sin. You said um, that we could pick better. I need somebody to say better on the screen. We could pick better, that we could make better choices, that we don't have to make the same mistakes. We don't have to keep looking at things the wrong way and thus making the wrong decisions. And Father, we thank you that you forgive us for transgression. Transgression is when we willfully deviate from that which we know to be truthful. And in Jesus' name, we declare that we are not transgressors. Come on. We are not those that try to push the envelope with you. We are not those that try to tempt you and test you. We are those that will hear your word and obey your word. We are those that will hear what you say and do what you say in the name of Jesus. And so now, Father, we cover the areas that we typed on the screen. If you haven't typed where you live, please type your city, state, or your country uh, right there on the screen, wherever you're at. Type it on the screen if you haven't already done that. Father, in Jesus' name, we cover where we are located. And we speak now by the name of Jesus that we would see coronavirus cases in our cities decrease. I need everybody to type decrease on whatever platform you're on. If you're on Uncommon Gospel Radio, no, radio, you can't type it, but you can say it. We pray for a decrease in coronavirus new cases. We pray for a decrease in coronavirus hospitalizations. And we pray for a decrease in coronavirus deaths. And we pray finally, Father, for a decrease in coronavirus spread. Father, in Jesus' name, we use the authority of words that you have given us. You said that you are the God that is the high priest of our confession. That means you literally lord over what we speak. You literally lord over what we confess. So in Jesus' name, we declare a swift end to the coronavirus outbreak. Come on, y'all, let's pray. And in Jesus' name, Father, we pray that where we are located right now, the cities, the states, the zip codes, where we are located right now, Father, we realize there may be change on the way. We realize that things may be getting ready to shift. But Father, we pray that while we're here, bless us while we're here. Come on, somebody. Lord, bless us while we are here. Do exceedingly, abundantly, above all, that we can ask or think right where we are located. Father, just like you did for Isaac in Genesis 26, Isaac sowed in that land where there was a famine. There was a famine for everybody else, but Isaac was exempt. I need you to type on the screen, I'm exempt. I feel like prayer tonight, y'all. 
We are exempt, Father. We're exempt, why? Because we are faithful givers. Those that are faithful givers, Father, you cause to flourish. Luke 6.38 says, give and it shall be given back to you. Back to us, rather. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Father, which means because we are faithful givers. If you're a faithful giver, type that on the screen. Hashtag faithful giver. Come on, type that on the screen. If you're a faithful giver, if you're a tither, if you're one that gives above your tithes, faithful givers flourish. And because of that, we are exempt. We are exempt from financial issues. We are exempt from um, decrease in economy. We are exempt from needing the government to bail anything out. Father Isaac sowed in that land and he sowed when there was a famine. And when he sowed when there was a famine, what happened? You blessed him in that land. Then your word says, Father, that you made him very rich. Uh, Father, you did exceedingly abundantly above all that he could ask or think. Because he was a faithful giver. So we call upon you to bless us right where we are at. Come on, y'all. Father, do something amazing for us right where we are at. Allow people to look at our lives right where we're at and say, this is the Lord's doing. And it is marvelous in our eyes. Father, do something that not only financially, but do something, Father, that sets us up so that we create generational wealth. That we create wealth that surpasses us. When we begin to own and not be the, and not be the uh, 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 just to lease, when we begin to own and not just to walk in the path of any generations before us, where we would be the big ballers and the shot callers. Why? For your glory. Come on, y'all. Lord, get the glory out of how we live. Get the glory out of how we operate in our everyday life. Bless us where we're at. Father, cause our family to be saved right where we are at. If you've got unsaved family members right now, I need you to type their initials. Just family. Don't do friends yet. Just family. We'll get friends in a minute. If you got unsaved family, I need you to put their initials on the screen. Father, we pray for these unsaved family members. We place their initials before you tonight. And right where we are at in our lives, not just physically located, but right where we are at in our physical lives, in Jesus' name, we decree and we declare that you are bringing them to you. Father, whatever you got to use to draw them to you, we call them saved and we call them serving this year. Father, we rebuke the enemy that would put scales on their eyes. We rebuke the enemy that would keep them from coming to you. Father, we pray that whatever is the block, that that block would be removed. Whatever is the stop, that that stop would be removed. Whatever is the stall, that stall would be removed. Your word says in 1 Timothy that you wish that all men would be saved, which means you want to see everybody saved. So Father, we cover our families now that are unsaved and our family members that are unsaved. We cover them now and we pray that right where we're at in any struggle, in any issue, in any problem, in any circumstance, in any situation, right where we are at, we call them saved this year in Jesus' name. I need you to put this year, this year. Come on, y'all. Come on, come on. I know I'm just going right into it, but let's flow. This year, we call them saved. Father, we pray for those family members that are difficult cases. The ones that, Father, that think that uh, they've got anger with you, Lord. That they've got an art with you, Father, that they have learned, watch me, that they have learned how to live by mercy and grace so that they think they got time. Father, we pray for those specifically. In fact, in the name of Jesus, I hear uh, in the realm of the spirit right now, several of you, when you got family members, they think they have time. They play with God. And in Jesus' name, Father, we pray that they would recognize that tomorrow is not promised and we call them into salvation this year. We pray that they would begin to revere you. I feel like praying tonight, that they would begin to honor you. 
that they would begin to honor your church and honor, Father, uh, what it is that you have set up as your authority in the earth, that they begin to honor the kingdom in the name of Jesus. Let's shift. Father, now we pray for friends friends and co-workers, acquaintances. Father, I need you to put those names, uh, those initials on the screen. We pray for friends right now in the name of Jesus. And Father, we pray that they would give their lives to you, that they would be saved this year in the name of Jesus. Father, whatever you got to do to draw them, your word says no man comes to the Lord unless the spirit of the Lord draw them. What does that mean? That they've got to be in a situation where they can pay attention to you. Father, we pray that whatever is distracting them, that it would be removed and you, you would draw them to you. This Christianity thing is not just about us for and no more. This Christianity thing is about us seeing lives come to you. Father, you said the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Father, you can find a laborer in us. Come on, put on the screen. I'm a laborer. You can find a laborer in us. That means we will pray. This is the seat of the intercessor. That means to go to God on behalf of somebody that can't go to God on their own. That's an unbeliever. We call them into salvation right now in the name of Jesus. So, Father, whatever you got to shake up, whatever you got to change up, whatever you got to mix up, we stand in agreement with you. You said you wanted them saved, so we agree with you, and we call that done right now in the name of Jesus. Now, finally, Father, we pray that you would give us what to pray tonight. Prayer is how we adjudicate in the spirit. It's how we make our legal case before you. Your word says in Isaiah that we should state our case before you. In other words, when we pray, we should pray like we're laying out a case like an attorney. And that's why we quote the scripture, because every attorney has to cite a statute by which they are making their argument. The statute comes from the law. Father, your word is your law. It is what you've set up to say, this is how my kingdom operates. And this is how my kingdom works. And so in Jesus name, Father, tonight, we're going to give you what you said. And that's what our case is built on. Our case isn't built on our righteousness. Our case is built on your righteousness. Our case is not built on what we've done right. Our case is built on what you did right and consistently do right. In the name of Jesus. Come on, everybody on every platform. I know I've gone for 15 minutes straight, but everybody just type amen right there. My goodness. Come on, y'all. Uh, listen, if you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, share this video tonight. We're on all of our different platforms tonight. So glad to be with you guys as always every Monday night. 7 o'clock uh, Mountain Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific Time, 8 o'clock um, Central Time. We gather together to pray for how long? One hour. Why do we do that? Because that's a, a principle that we learn from Jesus. Jesus, when he prayed in the most defining moments of his life, he prayed with a select group of people. He prayed for one hour. And I need you to know you're in the faith zone. I need you to know that everybody gathered tonight and even those that watch on the replay, even those listening on Uncommon Gospel Radio Network, our prayers are not just for ourselves and our situations tonight, but we got you. We got your back tonight. I need you to, for those of you who have felt alone at any point over this year, I just need you to type this on the screen. I am not alone. Put it on the screen. I am not alone. I am not alone. We got you covered tonight. Sometimes you need some backup. And we're your backup. Sometimes you need some support. We're your support. Sometimes you need some help. We are your help. All right. There's a scripture story in the Bible about a man uh, who he needed to get healed. They couldn't get in the house because the house was filled. And he had some friends and his friends are like, look, Jesus is in this house. We got to get this man saved. The Bible says they lowered him down through the roof. 
And for some of you, I need you to hear me tonight. We're about to lower you down through the roof. You're about to get off prayer bold. You're going to get off prayer tonight courageous. You're going to get off prayer tonight with clarity. You're going to get off prayer with strength tonight. I need you to put that. You are not alone. And hear me, hear me. For those of you that are connected to me, hear me. You need to know you've got a pastor. If you're part of the church, if you're part of our leadership network, uh, uh, whatever, where you're connected, Bible college, you've got a man of God that cares for you and prays for you. So you need to know you are not by yourself. Do you hear me? Loneliness, they say, is the number one epidemic in America, more so than coronavirus, more so than heart disease, more so than any other thing. They say loneliness is an epidemic in America. In other words, people sometimes feel totally by themselves in their journey. And sometimes you just need to know you've got somebody that cares. So to, when we gather together tonight, you need to know you're in a safe place and you're surrounded by folks that care. And hear me, I certainly care. Over 120 days ago, when we began during um, the uh, coronavirus quarantines and shutdown and all that, what began to happen? You watched me be consistent. I preached live before. I kept, I've been preaching live. I've not missed a Sunday. I've not missed a Wednesday. For a while, I had something for you every day. Uh, we did Monday night prayer. We had a Tuesday night live. We had Wednesday night church. Then we did something special on Thursday. Then we sent Friday night live. Then on Saturday, I sent you devotion. Then we had uh, four experiences. I had you 9, 15, 11, 15, 4 o'clock and 6 o'clock. On Sunday morning. So what am I saying to you? I'm saying that it's been important to me that all of us come out of this coronavirus better than we went in. Can I get you to type that word? I, already, I know you already had you to do it. Now I need you to do it again. Better. Put that word on the screen. Better, 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 better. See, sometimes you have to learn how to celebrate better. It's not perfect, but it's better. Woo! Come on. It's not done, but it's better than it was. It's not complete, but it's better than it was. It's not all the way done, but it's better than what it was. And I need you to learn how to celebrate better. I know, I know, I know you missed the pop-ups. We're going to, I'm going to do some more of them uh, here for you coming up. All right. Um, again, if you're just coming in, like the video, um, tell me where you're watching from, share this video tonight. We're on all of our different mobile platforms. So some of you may say, man, where's so-and-so in prayer? Where's so-and-so in prayer? They just may be on a different platform, of course. And then I forgot to mention those that are on the Harvest channel which is right there through our website. Um, the Harvest Channel is really awesome because you can go back and look at the full worship experiences on the Harvest Channel. On YouTube, it's just the messages. On Facebook, it's the full experience. On, um, but in the Harvest Channel, you can go back and get the full experience and you can get all of them. You can go back uh, for a few months now. You can go back since we switched to that system. You can go back and doing that. Hey! Come on here. Listen, y'all, um, I want to also remind you, if you're in the Atlanta area, let me just do a couple uh, of announcements real quick. Uh, I haven't done announcements in a while on prayer. Let's do a couple of announcements uh, real quick. If you're in the Atlanta area, um, Harvest Church Atlanta is coming. Is there anybody else that's excited about Harvest Church Atlanta like I am? I am like excited about Harvest Church Atlanta. I am super excited. Harvest Church Atlanta is on the way. We're, I've been building our team and our team is growing every single day. Uh, with people expressing their interest in Harvest Church Atlanta, which is amazing to me. If you're in the Atlanta area, you got family in the Atlanta area, you want to move to the Atlanta area, I need you to do something. Text HCATL. Can I get a few of you to type that on every platform? Text HCATL, the 59769. You can uh, learn all about the campus. I've done some press already. Uh, we did an article with Voyage Atlanta. Uh, we did Atlanta Live and some other things. So 
You can take a look at that. Come on, ATL. Um, you can take a look at that and find out more about how you can get involved. I am literally building a team like the Avengers, right? But it, what was the Avengers? It was the gathering together of amazing people to change. Come on, worship leader. Listen. I need you to send that text. Matter of fact, shoot us a DM right afterwards. Let's talk. We want to talk to you. We're building our team. Guys, listen to this. We've had, listen to this, 3,500 applicants just to be part of my staff in Atlanta. Can we just stop and give God glory? We've never had that type of response in Denver. Can you just stop? Can we stop and give God glory for that? Come on, y'all. Can you release a clap or a praise or just the sheer number um, has kept our team very busy. Um, but that number of applicants to just to be a part of staff. Um, and so uh, we've been very, very had hands full uh, to do that. But we want to make sure we get the right people in the right seats because we're excited about our next. All right. So if you're in the Atlanta area, again, shoot that text. You get all the information. I know. Wow. Right. To God be the glory. We've never, listen, I started my first business when I was 12. I've been hiring people since I was 12. I have never had that number of applicants. Hear me. Sometimes God will do certain things just to let you know, I got you. Woo! Father, show us what it is you're doing that, to let us know that you got us. Father, show us like you showed with Elijah. And he sent his servant back to back to back. He went back and forth seven times and it was supposed to rain and he saw nothing. But then at the last time he said, but wait a minute, I see something now I didn't see before. I see a cloud that's the size of a man's hand. And that cloud turned into this mighty a storm that began to bring rain back to the land, that began to water the crops. Father, show us. Come on, y'all. Father, show us that cloud. That's the size of a man's hand. What does that mean? Show us something that just lets us know you got us or lets us know we're moving in the right direction. That lets us know that you are protecting us. That lets us know that you are fighting us. Can I get everybody to type? Show me. Come on, put that on the screen. Show me. Show me. God, if you just give me a little something, I'm good. Just give me one email and I'm good. Come on here. Just give me one positive response and I'm good. For some of you, you better hear me. Don't look for the big cloud. You got to look for the small cloud right now because that small thing is going to be God's indication. I've got you that I am with you. My God, that thing, that thing. Bless me. So listen, um, so over 3,500 applicants to God be the glory for that. All right. Um, but I need y'all, if you're in the Atlanta area, to do that. This upcoming Sunday, uh, next Monday, we were supposed to do so one week from today. We were supposed to do our first pre-launch experience in Atlanta. And I was so excited. Everything was laid out and ready to go. And the city of Atlanta had a little bit of a drawback uh, as, or a pullback in terms of the phase they were in for coronavirus and all of that. And so what do we pray for? A swift end to the coronavirus outbreak. We've already covered that. In prayer. Uh, and so as a result of that, um, uh, not able to host it live there because you can't have more than 50 people in a room. Everybody has to have a mask on and they all have to be spaced six feet apart. So I said, well, that's not going. That's we, we're not that's that there's a lot of restrictions there. So we can't do that in Atlanta. Um, and then to, I was going to go down and then record for the whole week in Atlanta, be in Atlanta. And then part of the rule said that you have to wear a mask even outside. So we won't be able to record and do stuff like that outside. But to God be the glory, we do not stop. Every delay is to our benefit. Can I get you, please? And he's like, Bishop, you have us type a lot of stuff on the screen. You have us say a lot of stuff. Two reasons. One, life and death in the power of the tongue. You say it, you'll see it. Your world is framed by your words. Number two, Bible says in Matthew 16, wherever two or three touch agreeing on anything, it shall be done for them. So whenever we agree, and how do we agree digitally? We type it in. The Bible says whatever we type in, 
whatever we agree on, that's a done deal. That's why I have you to do that, all right? Every delay is to our benefit. Gotta get you to type that. Every delay is to my benefit. I know it's long, but it's strong. Let's go. Every delay is to my benefit. There's stuff I was angry about at the beginning of this year, but after seeing what the Lord was protecting me from certain things, because I didn't know the coronavirus was coming. And God says, son, I want you to prosper even in the midst of a pandemic. I want you to do well, even in the midst of, of chaos and turmoil in the world. I got you. And there are certain things that God stopped and he stopped it and he shut it down because every delay is to your benefit. All right. Um, so as a result, I'm obviously not be able to do that. We've been talking about that. But what we are going to do is this upcoming Sunday, it's going to be watch party Sunday in Atlanta. What am I asking you to do? If you're in Atlanta, you want to be a part of the Harvest family. You're in Atlanta. You want to be part uh, of our launch team there. All you got to do is let us know online how many people you're inviting. How many people you're inviting. It's real simple. You go online and do it. It's in our apps on our website. Click on events and you'll see it. Let us know how many people. And we're going to give you a shout out on Sunday morning uh, and watch party. Invite your friends. Invite your family to your home, wherever. Let's do a watch party. Watch the worship experience. The word's going to be powerful. We start a new series called Dynasty. Who remembers that old show, Dynasty? Who remembers that? I think Dynasty was actually filmed um, um, in Denver Tech Center. I think uh, Dynasty was actually filmed right here. Um, but, uh, but at any rate... Um, um, that's what we're doing on Sunday, okay? So if you're in the Atlanta area, just let us know. It's Watch Party Sunday. Let us know that you're going to do that. And um, and it's, you don't have to do anything beyond that. Just let us know. Just invite some folks over. Do what you normally do. You want to have some food? Have some food. You want to, you know, have some communion wine? Get you some communion. communion. Uh, I'm being funny. Whatever you want. Get the folks there. As we continue to build our team, I'm going to cast the net specifically to those that you're going to invite for them to be a part of our team. And y'all hear me. As soon as this thing lifts, we on the way. Do you hear me? As soon as this thing lifts, we are on the way. All right. That's how we're going to make that happen. Okay. If you're in Atlanta, if you are in Denver, I need you to stay tuned. These are my announcements. We're going to get back to prayer in a minute. I just got to give you these quick announcements. If you are in Denver, I need you to know. Um, that real soon we plan to go to the next phase of reopening the location here in Denver to the public. The Dream Teams be coming in the building. Dream Teamers that are on prayer tonight, um, can y'all just uh, express, just type something in about how great it's been for those of you who have been back in the building. And you just put something on, on about how you've enjoyed it. For some of our Dream Team, those from production, um, a good number of them have been with me for the last 120 days. We didn't stop. We didn't stop. We don't stop. We can't stop. We true soldiers. Now, 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 now. I see mind blown. Come on, mind blown. I see it. I'm just type how that has been um, to, uh, to somebody says, I remember. I remember uh, about Dynasty. Um, but in that, um, I just need you to know um, that we plan to move to that next phase. We're going to release it on social media. Everybody will find out at the same time. We wait normally to the very last minute just in case there's any change that comes from the governor or from the county. Dream Team, somebody said oh, on uh, Instagram, say, I love you, Dream Team. Come on, I love you, Dream Team, and love you too. Um, and so in that, um, just be mindful of that. So I need you to make sure you got the app. How do I get the app? Bishop Text Harvest to 59769. You can get the free mobile app. All of the messages are in there on podcasts as well, on YouTube, on the Harvest Channel. All of the messages are there. All of our songs are there. Um, I think we've got now like six or seven singles, something like that. All of those are there. There's five or six, something like that. All of those are there. 
and uh, and so we're gonna move in that okay so I need you to stay tuned to that if you're in the Denver area because as soon as we know that uh, that we're good we're actually technically already good we just like to wait till we can be gradual because what I don't what I would like to avoid is open it back up and then they say oh well we think we need to pull it back a little bit that's what I'm wanting to avoid all right so that's why we're moving real gradual amen Amen. How do you get the app? Text Harvest to 59769. Can I get a few of y'all to type that on every platform? What's going on, Bishop? On every platform, text Harvest to 59769. When you do that, uh, you will be able to um, you will be able to get connected and get our app and stay connected with all of that. All right, listen. Um, we're gonna pray. We're gonna move to the next thing about prayer. But before we move to the next thing about prayer, oh my goodness, let's talk about yesterday's message. Can we just have a moment and talk about that? Because we're about to cover a lot of yesterday's message uh, in in prayer, in prayer. Um, guys, yesterday, 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 yesterday. First of all, if you saw both experiences, both messages, which one spoke most to you? Because they were really, they were the same, but they were very different. And only release, we only released the 915. Which one spoke to you most, the 915 or the 1115? Can you just type? It's okay. Uh, all right, 915 or 1115. I'm just telling you, yesterday, dude, sir, ma'am, whoa, yesterday, that, that, both of them, both of them spoke to me. I preached so hard, I felt like I went swimming. Then I, I had on joggers too. But I preached so hard, I felt like I went swimming. You know how you go swimming and you got that thing? I felt like I went swimming yesterday. Um, and I got to tell you, it was absolutely, somebody said both of them. You can put both of them too. Um, it was amazing. If you did not watch the message, please do yourself a favor and go watch the message. The song was, and this series called Summer Playlist, what have I been doing? I've been taking secular songs and preaching to you spiritual principles from each of those secular songs. And uh, we started with, Can You Stand the Rain? Can You Stand the Rain? I see Keisha's coming. The atmosphere is powerful, filled with so much energy. I'm telling you, you know, if you're in Denver, listen, and you, you got to come on. And if you're part of my digital family, listen, as soon as we open back up, I want you, listen, get these cheap tickets and come on to the building. All right, get these cheap tickets and just come on and visit. When we when we uh, when I do my start doing pre-launch experiences, digital is amazing. I would love though to meet you, hug you for all my digital family. Just meet you and hug you, uh, just so you know your pastor got you covered. All right, I would love for you to do that because uh, there's something very powerful about being in that atmosphere. When you sit up under an apostolic anointing, um, digital is amazing. It's absolutely amazing. What's also great too is when you're able to be in that atmosphere. I remember one of our harvests was saying, Bishop, I've been in church my whole life and uh, for a good portion of my life, they're on with prayer right now. Um, I've been on church a good uh, portion of my life and they said, I had never spoken in unknown tongues until I got there with you and uh, got into that atmosphere. So, so many things, uh, 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 so many things, so many things. I'm going to say 915 just by here. They were amazing. So we started with, can you stand the rain? And what did we learn in that message? We're about to cover each of them in prayer. Then we're going to get to this last message. And then we are good. Guys, um, uh, again, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, share this video. If you haven't already done that, we gather together every Monday night to pray for one hour. I encourage you to set this side, uh, set aside this time every week because for most of you, let's be honest, this is the longest you're going to pray all week. And I'm not saying that to be judgmental or negative, quite the contrary. What I'm saying is let's make it count. Can I get somebody to type that on the screen? Let's make it matter. Like if this is the longest time you're going to spend in prayer all week consecutively, let's make it matter. Father, stir up 
the passion to pray on the inside of us. Stir up the passion to uh, give you glory through prayer. Uh, Father, like we've never had it before. Allow us to have, like Jeremiah said, it's like fire shut up in our bones. Allow that fire and that passion to pray be shut up in our bones. What does that mean? It means it's all on the inside of me, which means what's inside of me has to come out, which means when we face pressure, what's going to come out? Prayer. Come on. When we face pain, what's going to come out? Prayer. When we face obstacles, what's going to come out? Prayer. When we face challenges, what's going to come out? Prayer. And Father, your word says that the effective prayers of the righteous, they availeth much that the effective and fervent prayers, what does that mean? It means the specific and the passionate prayers. You say, I get excited when you get passionate about prayer. That's why we got to have a passion to pray. So we're not just reciting words as some ritual, but that it is literally a demonstration of the passion that we have for you. Can I get a few of y'all to just drop the fire on the screen? Drop that fire icon. Father, start that fire passion on the inside of us for prayer so that whenever pressure's put on us, that's what comes out. Father, whenever pressure's put on us, that's what bleeds out. Whenever pain comes upon us, that's what comes out. Let it be like fire shut up in our bones. We are those that we pray about it. We don't complain about it. We don't just get angry about it. We don't just get mad about it, but we pray about it. And when we pray about it, we watch things change. Come on, y'all. We watch circumstances change. We watch ourselves change. We watch people that were against us work for us. We watch things change. That's what prayer does. Prayer is how a Christian gets things done on the earth. It is not enough to just have knowledge, although that's good. It's not enough just to have money, although that's good. Because money is good, but favor is even better. Because money will buy it for you. Favor will have somebody give it to you. Money will buy you a doctor, but favor will give you help. Money will buy you a lawyer, but favor will give you justice. Money may bring people around you, but favor will give you some mighty men and women around you that will fight for you, that have your best interests at heart, that want to see you win. In Jesus' name, we pray. Come on, y'all. Just drop that fire on the screen if you haven't already done that. Look at him. Look at him. So we started this series with Can You Stand the Rain? And guys, if you haven't watched the series, please go back, do yourself a favor and watch the series. Okay. Uh, you can get it on YouTube, the Harvest Channel, all of that. All right, the best thing to do is just get the app. Text Harvest to 59769 to get the app. We started with Can You Stand the Rain? And in the message, Can You Stand the Rain? We learned that rain in scripture is was the biblical sign of God's favor and the biblical sign of God's blessing. But with the rain came unintended consequences. With the rain came the mud. With the rain came us having to dress differently because the rain was now affecting us, which means we had to do things different because of the rain. And for some of you, I need you to hear me. I need you to hear me clearly. Is that the rain, God's favor and God's blessing on your life, one of the unintended consequences that comes with that is you will sometimes feel by yourself. Why? Because you may be surrounded with people that aren't blessed. You may be surrounded with people that aren't blessed. See, you're willing to do what it takes to be blessed. If that's you, say I am. But you might be surrounded with people who want to do the least and expect the most. So you will often feel by yourself, even though you may have people around you, because what happens is when the rain comes, the mud does too. When the rain comes, the mess does too. And the question is, can you stand the rain? And I need you to say, I can stand the rain. Please type it on the screen. I can stand the rain. What are you telling God? God, you can bless me and I deal with whatever comes with the blessing. You can bless me and I deal with the burden that comes 
with being blessed. There's two struggles, y'all. There's the struggle of being barren and there's the struggle of being blessed. You need to pick a struggle. You can have the struggle of not having anything or you can have the struggle of having so much that it makes people hate you. You can have the struggle of being the last, or you can have the struggle of being the first. If you're the first, that means you're going to be the first one to be talked about, the first one to be lied on, the first one to be betrayed, but you can stand the right. God, in Jesus' name, we cover that whole week and that whole message in prayer tonight. And we thank you, God, that you give us the grace to stand the rain. You give us the grace, Father, to deal with your blessing and your favor, as well as what comes with that. You give us the grace to deal with breaking generational curses and what comes with that. You give us the grace for that. What is grace? That means you give us your super to our natural. That means you make what should be difficult, you make it easy for us. Hey, God, you make it easy for us. And we decree and declare that we are blessed to do what? Be a blessing. This The rain isn't just about us having cash, cars, and clothes so we can go around flossing in front of people and go around trying to... Prove something to people. No, the rain is so that we can use our lives to change the lives of other people. Come on. The rain is so that we can be financiers for God's church so that the kingdom can go out and continue to invade the seven spheres of society. The rain is so that God, we can see lives come to you. This is about a bigger than us. This is about people coming to you. We are blessed to be a blessing. 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 Come on. We are blessed to be a blessing. So we can stand the rain. Because when we get the rain, we're supposed to collect the rain. And then we're supposed to distribute the rain. God, make us distributors. And what it is that you give us. We are distribution centers for blessing. Come on. We're distribution centers for favor. We are distribution centers. Your word says in Ephesians 6, 8, that whatever we make happen for somebody else, you make happen for us. Whatever we make happen for somebody else, you make happen for us. You said, knowing that whatever good anyone does, he will receive the same from the Lord. In Jesus' name. Come on. Somebody say amen right now. All right. The second message was um, this song called Gas Lighter. Gas Lighter by Dixie, or no, they changed the name, but um, uh, just the chicks now. It was Dixie Chicks now, they're just the chicks. They changed their name uh, because of the racist connotations that go with the word Dixie. But that was their name, Dixie Chicks, when that song came out. Listen, we learned in that message, there's a line in that song that says, um, you're repeating all the mistakes of your father. You'll do anything to get yourself farther, farther, repeating all the mistakes of your father. And I began to teach you about breaking generational curses. What's a generational curse? A generational curse is a destructive pattern of behavior that's passed down from one generation to the next. When you were born, the curse breaker was born. This is why for many of you, a lot of your family dynamic is different. It's different. You listen to other people tell their family dynamic, and you're like, hmm, that's interesting. And you listen to your family dynamic, and it's different. Who am I talking to where it's different? Wave at me. It's different. It's different. It could be different in a lot of ways, but it's just different than the normal. It's because you're not the normal. Hear me tonight. You are not the normal. You are the interruption to the dysfunction in your bloodline. You are the curse breaker in your bloodline. So whenever you are a curse breaker, that means often God will have to pull you away from it so that you can see what you're about to break. 
See, have you ever been leaning on something and you've been so close to it, you didn't see that you were about to break it because of how close you were to it? It's the same principle of being a curse breaker. Sometimes God has to pull you back from it so that you can look at it and say, that has to change. You're the one that's going to break poverty in your bloodline. You're the one that's going to break messed up relationships in your bloodline. For some of you, let me prophesy now, for some of you, there's a series of broken relationships in your bloodline. You have bad pickers in your bloodline. What does that mean? Everybody in your bloodline picks their poison and then they drink it. They pick Delilah's like Samson. They're strong spiritually. They're strong mentally. They got PhDs. They, they are educated people. They are strong when it comes to handling everything else except who they pick to be in relationships with. And then you were born. And when you were born, God says your path to relationships is not going to be like everybody else's. Your path to relationship is not going to happen like everybody else's. Wow. You are the curse breaker. Please type that on the screen. I'm the curse breaker. I'm the curse breaker. I'm the curse breaker. I'm the curse breaker. So I'm going to cover that in prayer now. Because to have to be the curse breaker, hear me, you literally have to not only back up from it to see what has to be broken, but watch me. You also have to deal with the fact that you're going to create friction. You're going to create friction. Why are you creating friction? You're creating friction because now you are literally saying to people who have operated a certain way their entire lives, watch me, you're saying it to them through your actions that I'm breaking that. And what happens, here y'all, hear me y'all, for some of you, some of your family and some of your relatives, their issue with you isn't what you say. Hey, your, their issue with you is what you do. See, they're not faithful to church. So the fact that you are bothers them. They don't give faithfully. The fact that you do bothers them. Uh, they don't put God first. The fact that you do bothers them. And I need you to say, like the Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. For those of you right now who are dealing with some of that friction because you're the curse breaker and what you do is offensive to cursed people. How you move is offensive to cursed people. The fact that you handle business is offensive to cursed people. I need you, if that's you, to just do that hand wavy emoji on the screen. If you're experiencing that right now, I want you to do that hand wavy emoji on the screen. And I need you to hear me. Don't you dare let that friction make you fracture. Woo! Don't you dare let that friction make you fracture. Don't you dare let that friction make you fracture. When God sent Joseph to be the interruption to dysfunction in his bloodline, Joseph had to deal with his brothers hating him. They lied on him. They sold him into slavery. But who got the last laugh? And I came to prophesy. We're about to cover it in prayer, but let me prophesy. You're going to get the last laugh. What does that mean? That, that Watch me. The same ones that talked about you for being faithful are the same ones they are going to say, I'm so glad you were faithful. The same ones that talked about you for being a faithful giver. I'm going to be the same ones that look at you and say, oh, my God, I wish I was doing it like you. Father, in Jesus name, we have the grace. Let's pray y'all to be the curse breaker. Father, we pray that we would not allow the friction to make us fracture because we want to please those that we were sent to interrupt, that we want to please those that we were sent to create a, a breaking of a curse. Your word says, Father, that when you came into the earth, you didn't come to bring peace. You didn't come to bring peace. Your word says that you came to bring a sword. That means you came to cut some stuff up. That means you came to change some things. That means you came to rearrange some things. And so, Father, we're okay with that. Let's pray, y'all. We are comfortable with that. And we settle that within ourselves tonight. We settle that. Come on. If you've been having a difficult time, say, I'm settled in that. I'm settled in that. I'm settled in that. We are settled in the fact 
that we are the curse breaker, which means there may be some friction, but we won't fracture. We won't back down. We won't uh, uh, we won't allow the enemy to intimidate us. We won't allow the enemy to make us lose our boldness. But Father, we will be bold in breaking curses. In Jesus' name, can I get everybody to type amen right there? Come on, y'all. We got a little bit more to cover. If you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, share the video. I got Bishop Foreman Instagram, Harvard Search Instagram, all of our social networks, Bishop Foreman and Harvard Search Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Periscope, and the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network is listening to prayer right now. Not to mention um, the thousands that watch the replays of prayer. It's amazing for those that watch the replay. All right, what's going on, Baltimore? Now, listen, that was week two. Week one was Can You Stand the Rain? Week two uh, was uh, by the Dixie Chicks. A gaslighter. Week three was Anita Baker. I apologize. I apologize. Believe me, I do. I apologize. Honest and true. Because I know I was wrong. So I sing you this song. And what did I begin to do? I taught you that there are seven types of hearts you can have. Seven types of heart you can have. And the heart that we wanted to have was that seventh type, which is a repentant heart. And we saw this with David. David in Psalm 51, David had messed up big time. David had literally gotten one of his mighty men, Uriah, his wife. Her name was Bathsheba. Bathsheba was doing her thing. She was taking a bath. You know how you ladies take them baths and you literally take all the water from the doggone neighborhood. All the hot water is in your bathtub. <laughs> y'all know how y'all do, ladies. Y'all will literally take all the hot water. Your kids can't take no shower for, 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 for five hours. Got to lay down, take a nap, and get back up. All right? And... She was taking a bath. David sees her, number one, because David was not in place. Hear me. For some of you, you are not in place. For some of you, let me, let me take a moment to pass to my dream team. For some of you, you need to get back on your square. You need to get back on your square. You need to get back into serving. For those of you that are not in the dream team, I encourage you. You don't just have to be in Denver to be in the dream team. We have digital dream teamers. You can be digital. You've been in the dream team. You got to get back on your square. What does that mean? Back in your position. You got to get back in your place. David was out there. You want to know what David was doing? David, the Bible says it was springtime, the time when kings go to war. What did David do? David was at home in quarantine by himself. David was by himself. David did not go to battle when he was supposed to. He was out of place. I want to cover that in prayer. I pray that you would be in your proper place. Whoa, my God. I pray that you would not be out of position in a self-imposed quarantine, and as a result, you're looking at stuff you ain't got no business looking at. Let's go. You're talking to people you have no business talking to. Father, in Jesus' name, we rebuke every Bathsheba connection, every Bathsheba relationship. It wasn't that Bathsheba was bad. It's just that Bathsheba, that David had no business fooling with Bathsheba. And for some of you, watch me, you are not in position. You're not in place. You're not doing what you need to be doing. And so as a result of that, you are seeing stuff you don't need to be seeing. You're talking to people you don't need to talk to because you feel lonely because you feel by yourself. So in Jesus' name, if that's you, can I get you to just say rebuke on the screen? If you know you've been having some Bathsheba is connections, some Bathsheba is friendships, some Bathsheba, you've been seeing stuff you have no business seeing. And it's not that it's even bad. It's just bad for you. It's not that it's bad. It's just not good for you. It is not good for you. If that's you, please type I rebuke on the screen or rebuke on the screen. It's not good for you. David was out of place because he was out of place. He goes, he gets Bathsheba, gets Bathsheba pregnant. Uriah, watch me, who was one of his loyal men. Watch the second thing David does. The second thing David does, hear me. The second thing David does is that he betrays who loves him. And for some of you, you got to hear me. 
when you're not in your proper position in your proper place doing what you need to do, keeping God first. For some of you, getting back in position means you need to get back in position with God financially. You got to get, got to be back to your faithful giving. For some of you, you need to forgive somebody. Whatever that is, Father, whatever that is that they need to be doing, whatever it is that needs to get back on their square, make that clear in Jesus' name. Because David wasn't in the right position. What does he do? He loves who hates him and he hates who loves him. Wow. That's what one of his mighty men, Joab, told him about uh, years later. David's not in position because David's not in position. My God, that thing is so good. Father, in every area of our life, let us be in the right position, doing the right things in the right place, the right way. In Jesus' name. Uh, when your back is out of position, out of alignment, uh, it can affect other areas of your life. I told you all, uh, uh, this is God, probably been a year now ago in prayer, um, that I had went to a chiropractor, not because I had um, had an accident or anything like that. I went to a chiropractor. Can I be honest with you? I'm going to be honest with you. I saw it on Groupon. <laughs> I saw it on Groupon. And I was like, this is a good deal. So let me go check this chiropractor out. So I go to the chiropractor. And he's got this little tool. I forget what they call it. He doesn't do all the pushing and stuff. He's got this little tool. And with that little tool, what ends, um, he would do, he would knock. And here's what he was knocking. He wasn't, look at me, y'all. He wasn't knocking on my back. He would make adjustments on my skull. He said, the reason, he said, there's a little interference in your spinal column. And it's not coming from your back. It's coming from where your mind is. And for some of you, watch me. You're out of alignment because your mind needs to get back in alignment. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray that we have the mind of Christ. We command our minds to get back to the right place they need to be. And if they've never been in the right place, we command our minds to get in the right place. In Jesus' name, we pray that we have the mind of Christ. Come on, put that on the screen. Just do MOCs, real short, MOC. That we have the mind of Christ, that we think like you, Lord, that we process our thoughts like you, that we would process our emotions like you, that we would process everything about our lives like you. What are you got? You are a problem solver. And so that's how we want to be. That's how we want to move. That's how we want to operate now in Jesus name. So he took the little tool and he would make little, little hits on my skull. And they were little hits, y'all. They were little hits he'd make on my skull. And then, you know, it lasted for about, listen, me driving there took longer than it was there. He made the little hits and uh, he said, okay, Bishop, we're all done. I said, that's all. You ain't going to push on me or nothing. And I heard these stories. People, they take the elbows and do all that. You ain't going to do none of that. He said, no, it doesn't take all of that. He says, when you know where the problem is, you can fix it with precision. God, in Jesus' name, I pray that you show us clearly where there are problems in us so that we can fix it with precision so that we can take a scalpel to what needs to be cut or needs to be changed or needs to be rearranged instead of taking a butcher knife. Father, for some of us, we tear up stuff. Whoa, Shabbat. If that's you, I rebuke that approach to life where you tear stuff up. You tear it up because you don't have precision about where the problem is. You would have precision about where the problem is so you can be strategic in handling it. For some of you, you keep thinking you need to tear your, you tear your whole family up, tear your whole life up, tear your whole business up, tear your whole department up. No, for some of you, you do not need to tear it up. You need to know exactly where the problem is so you can fix it with precision. I pray, God, that you would show us exactly what needs to be changed, exactly who needs to be changed, exactly what needs to be rearranged in Jesus' name. Come on, y'all, I got just a few more minutes and we got to get out of here. All right? 
So he did that. And when he did that, um, there were, he said there was a little obstruction and it was high up. It was high up. He said the obstruction, he says, uh, is just the vertebrae. They're not um, doing what they're supposed to do in terms of, you know, the natural flow. And he says that can cause what are called, what are called global effects in the body. He says a global effect means you can be dealing with things that you think have nothing to do with your spine or the alignment of your spinal cord and the alignment of your vertebrae, et cetera. And they do things like allergies. Did you hear me? Certain allergies are caused not because of uh, specifically because of an allergic issue. Certain allergies are caused because there's an issue with your uh, with your spinal cord. And that issue is now preventing you from being able your body to process certain things. Did you hear me? There are certain sicknesses that uh, because there's a misalignment in your spinal cord where you are now, your body doesn't process things right. And so he said, because it's high up, hear me, the higher up you are, the, the more it's important for you to pay attention to what's wrong. The higher you go in life, in business, in finance, in family, in church, in spirit, whatever, it's so important because if there's issues high up, then those issues have what are called global effects in your body. Father, show us the high issues. My God, this is why you said we cast down imaginations. Why? Because they got too high. And when certain things get too high, they can create global effects in our body. And in Jesus' name, we pray that you would show us where those are and then show us how to fix it. Father, let that word, come on, y'all, let that word be so specific and so strategic to us that we would know exactly what to do and we'd have the grace to do it. We'd have the courage to do it. Some of you that struggle with courage, put courage on the screen. We'd have the clarity to do it. For those of you who struggle with clarity, put clarity on the screen. We'd have the courage and the clarity to do it right now in Jesus name. David, let's go back here. He was out of position. God, prayer is almost over. Because of that, he loves who hates him. He hates who loves him. He's not in position. He's out of alignment. So now we've got these global effects that are affecting the kingdom. Because when you're the leader, if you're off, whatever you lead is off. And for every husband, you got to be right so that your family's good. For every single parent, you uh, you got to be good so that your kids are good. See, if you're out of alignment, some of you are wondering why, why are my kids acting like this, Bishop? Why are my kids acting like this? Could it be there's a global effect happening in your body that because you're out of alignment, your kids are simply producing in the natural what you're doing in the spirit. I just said something right there and I got to move on from it. All right. Um, you got to be careful about that because if something's off in you, business owners, if something's off in you, you will have global effects in the body of what you lead. So you got to make sure you're in alignment so that you can clearly deal with your other issues. Again, if you're just coming in, guys, on all the different platforms, uh, make sure that you like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share the video. Harvard Search YouTube, I know, or I mean Instagram, I know y'all aren't seeing it. Maybe we got to get these numbers up next week. You know, y'all aren't used to seeing me on here. But listen, David's out of position. What does he do? He goes, gets Bathsheba pregnant. Make a long story short, he also kills Uriah, a man that loves him. I want to cover this in prayer that you don't execute the wrong people. I don't literally mean execute. Some of you, you cut, but you don't cut the right people. Oh my God. I have somebody, I know somebody right now that they cut the wrong person and the Lord already showed me what this is about to be for him. And all I can do is just say, oh God, do what you're going to do. You cut the wrong people. David kills Uriah and that's not who needed to go. I pray father in Jesus name, we don't cut the wrong people that we don't remove the wrong people. That we don't get rid of the wrong people. Come on, y'all. That we don't cut the wrong one. 
that you would make our discernment on 10. You'd make our discernment precise so we don't cut the wrong one. Guys, oh my God, I got three minutes. I got to get out of here. Um, David made an honest mistakes. He ends up killing Uriah, sets Uriah up to be killed. And they, David and Bathsheba have the first son. The first son, the prophet says, he got to die. Um, the second son's name is Solomon. God took David's mess and made a message out of it. Solomon was known as the richest and wisest king to ever live. Here's what's amazing. David, when he does that, he repents. Do you not want to know that David is the only man, the only man that the Bible says is a man after my own heart? Not because this joker was perfect, because this joker knew how to repent. Father, in Jesus' name, give us a repentant heart. Father, do not allow us to be prideful and arrogant. We release that and we renounce that tonight. Give us a repentant heart so that we fix it and fix it fast. We apologize. We explain it and we bring a solution in Jesus' name. Amen. Guys, I have literally run out of time. I am not going to be able to cover the last message in prayer because I got a minute and 45 seconds. So here's what I want to do. Number one, I want you to type your prayer request in, whatever it is. No prayer request is too big. No request is too small. Type it on the screen right now. Type it on the screen right now. No request is too big. No request is too small. Secondly, uh, I want for you um, to do this. If you're watching tonight and you've never become a Christian, tonight's your night. Secondly, if you're giving your life to the Lord, you've not been faithful to him, tonight's your night. Thirdly, if you're like, Bishop, I don't know where things stand with God. Tonight's your night to come to the Lord. On three, I need you to respond. One, two, three. How do I respond? Say, it's me and do the hand wave emoji right now. Say, it's me or do the hand wave emoji right now. I see you responding already. Say, it's me or do the hand wave emoji right now. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. I want everybody to pray with me. I'm moving fast because I got 60 seconds. Everybody pray with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Say, because of this belief and because of this confession, if this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I'm reconnected to you. In Jesus' name. I see you responding. Come on, keep responding. Amen. Do the hand wave emoji or uh, or uh, or let me know it's me. If you prayed the prayer to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. Several decisions tonight, guys. Here's what I need you to do. Text the word decision to 59769. Text the word decision to 59769. Last thing I want to do, I invite you to sow. You should be a blessing to what blesses you. You know that harvest is good ground. You know Bishop Foreman is good ground. I encourage you to sow. If prayer blesses you, sow. Bishop, what should I sow? Sow 20, 25, 30, 45, 50, 100. You're loaded. Sow 50 grand. All right, sow tonight in the prayer. How do you do that? Go to harvestchurch.church forward slash give, or you can use the cash app, Bishop Foreman or Harvest Church Give. Guys, I got to end on Instagram. Boom. I got to end there. I got to end there. Got to end there. Got to go Instagram. Got to go. For everybody else that's still on with me, I encourage you to go sow in the prayer. If prayer blessed you, I know that you are going to sow. All right. So again, you can use the uh, cash app, Harvest Church Give or Bishop Foreman. You can also use um, PayPal or Venmo, Harvest Search Give. Or you can just go to the website, Harvest Search Give. And for those of you who give regularly, you can do that. I'll see you on Wednesday night for church. It's going to be amazing. It's the last message of the series, Summer Playlist. I love you guys. I really, really do. Uh, and I'm so glad that you're on this journey. We're on this journey together. I love you guys. Have an amazing night. Shalom. Make the most of your holidays by celebrating Christmas at Biltmore. Enjoy a breathtaking tour of America's largest home, filled with shimmering Christmas trees and adorned in all its yuletide glory. Then, don't miss your last chance to experience our immersive digital art exhibit, Italian Renaissance Alive, during its final weeks. Visit now and enjoy a second day free. Learn more at Biltmore.com.
to those who visit Mickey D's for their favorite breakfast item and then go somewhere else for coffee, give this Mickey D's brew a second chance. The glow up was real. Try any size iced coffee brewed with 100% Arabica beans for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with a savory sausage McMuffin with egg for $2.79. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.